uplifting the people and uniting the nation. The time is 10 o'clock. Good evening and welcome to the news on the network service of Radio Nigeria. I am Princess Boraro. First, we take a look at the headlines. U.S. Embassy raises alarm over risk of terror attack in Abuja. Federal government develops five-year plan to check trans-border diseases. National Senior Citizen Center activates help desk for older persons in IDP camps. CBN takes e-Naira message to traders. The commentaries on the benefits of rainfall. Remember, this news is streaming live on RadioNigeria.gov.ng. You can always follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RadioNigeriaHQ and on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash RadioNigeriaNetwork. Now the news in detail. The United States Embassy has alerted its citizens of elevated risk of terror attacks in Nigeria, specifically in Abuja. A statement on the embassy's website says targets may include government buildings, places of worship, and other public places. It states that the U.S. Embassy will offer reduced services until further notice. It therefore urges its staff to avoid all non-essential travel or movement. The National Drug Law Enforcement Agency, NDLEA, says the arrest of four people wanted in connection with the trafficking of over 16,000 kilograms of illicit drugs in Lagos, Abuja, and Netherlands topped the list of arrests by the agency in the past one week. In a statement by the agency, anti-narcotic officers arrested one 48-year-old Aro Aderinde who evaded arrest for weeks over his involvement in the export of 3.149 kilograms of cannabis sativa. In the same vein, two women, Hawawu Bashiru and Bashirat Adebisi Yahaya, linked to the attempt to export 90 kilograms of methamphetamine through Pastor Aniete Efiong of Promise of Zion Church, Oron, Akwaibum State, were arrested alongside the clergyman. A notorious drug dealer in the Mushin Isolo Axis of Lagos, Monday Michael, was also arrested while conveying 365.7 kilograms of, of cannabis in two Toyota Siena Space buses. The Abuja Municipal Area Council, AMAC, chapter of the Labour Party, has held a town hall meeting to fine-tune strategies towards achieving landslide electoral victory in the fourth communal election. The chairman of the Labour Party, AMAC, Mr. Ifani Uzochuku, while addressing party members and supporters in Abuja, said the town hall meeting with the theme 2023 general elections, the role of Labour Party candidates, support groups and voters was targeted towards landslide victory. Mr. Uzochuku said it was imperative for members to edify their roles during campaigns, either as individuals or groups, to avoid causing unnecessary distractions, confusion and enmity among members. He urged members to intensify efforts towards selling the party's candidates to the public, especially to those at the grassroots, traders, transport workers and artisans. The presidential candidate of the People's Democratic Party, Al-Hajja Tikobakaro, is to embark on a tour of states with high incidence of flooding across the country this week. 
A statement by his media advisor, Mr. Paul Ebe, says that the presidential candidate and the flag bearer will be visiting Bayelsa State to kickstart the tour. According to Mr. Ebe, the tour will provide the presidential candidate the opportunity to have an assessment of the flood incidents and provide him a window to assess and impute ecological concerns into his policy documents. The PDP presidential candidate had supported flood victims in Jigawa, Yobi, and Kano before now. Nasawa State Chapter of Tinubu Support Organization has commenced community engagements across the state to enlighten people of the grassroots on the recently unveiled policy document of the APC presidential candidate, Bala Ahmed Tinubu. The state coordinator, Mr. Aminu Shehu, stated this during a news briefing after a town hall meeting with APC stakeholders and leaders of the support, all support groups in Nasarawa, a gone local government area of the state. Mr. Aminu Shehu explained that the initiative became imperative to keep the electorate enlightened on the genuineness and commitment towards economic transformation of the country as articulated in the policy document of the APC presidential candidate. He stated that the support group was going beyond rallies to engage in interactive and town hall meetings with a view to generating input from the electorate at the rural areas bordering on their most basic needs. According to Mr. Aminu Shehu, Nigerians would not regret voting Bola Ahmed Tinubu, given his rich, indelible records of achievement both in private and public endeavors, which had made him stand out among candidates. The general public is hereby notified that the National Judicial Council will be conducting fiscal verification exercise for its pensioners in the six geopolitical zones of the country and FCT to update its records. The affected retired judicial officers and judiciary staff are as follows. All retired federal judicial officers, vid federal judicial officers, administration of Pension Act 2007. All retired state judicial officers with the federal government's share of pensions. All retired judiciary staff that worked in the judiciary as the federal government of the First Republic, the original government and the states created in 1976, and worked until 31st of March 19. And continued their service in the states created thereafter, whose present administrations and payment is domiciled with the National Judicial Council. The affected retired judicial officers and staff of the judiciary are to appear before the offices of the National Judicial Council, who will be conducting the verification exercise in each state of the Federation and the FCT, which is ongoing at any center that is most convenient for them. The exercise will take place in the headquarters of the state's high court and the National Judicial Council, as per the Atino Republic's and National Dailies, signed management. Radio Nigeria, uplifting the people and uniting the nation. The federal government has developed a five-year national control strategic plan to curtail the spread of trans-border diseases in the livestock sector in Nigeria. A statement by the Senior Information Officer of the Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Development, Mrs. Mabel Obe, said the federal government is collaborating with relevant stakeholders to reduce the diseases to ensure improved animal production and productivity for sustainable livestock development in the country. According to the statement, the ministry has revalidated the emergency preparedness plan for the control of highly pathogenic avian influenza. The statement adds that the Ministry of Agriculture has also procured 4.1 million doses of contagious bovine pleuropneumonia vaccines, while 3 million doses of Newcastle disease vaccines will be allocated to the 36 states of the Federation and the FCT. 
The federal government says it will continue to maintain policies against child abuse and older forms of molestations. The Secretary to the Government of the Federation, Mr. Boss Mustafa, stated this at the relaunch of the Children Evangelism Ministry in Abuja. Mr. Mustafa, represented by the Director Administration, SGF Office, Mr. Anthony Obioha, while applauding the efforts of the Children Ministry towards nation building, called on state governments yet to domesticate the Child Rights Act law to do so. The founder of the Children Evangelism Ministry, Evangelist Egbuna Chukudile, who said many atrocities being perpetrated was due to lack of parental care and negligence, stressed the need for parents to train and guide their words in the ways of Jesus Christ. Some of the children shared their experiences on how the ministry had impacted their lives. CEM is a very wonderful body to help children to know Christ and to understand the works of Christ. So I'm really happy that I am part of this. It's helping me to be a good child, to improve my relationship with God. A former vice-chancellor of a private university, Professor Alexandra Adelaye, also called on parents to pray for a better future of their children, regardless of any challenge confronting the country or confronting the children. The National Senior Citizen Center, NSCC, has activated help desk for older persons in internally displaced persons camps in states affected by flood in the country. This is in partnership with the National Emergency Management Agency, development partners, state emergency management agencies, and NSCC Stakeholders Consultative Forum on Aging. A statement by the NSCC Director General, Dr. M.M. Omokaru, says the decision is to cater for the elderly affected in those areas. Some of the services rendered at the NSCC help desks include basic health checks, data capture, and collision of older persons who have expressed appreciation to the National Senior Citizen Center for coming to their aid and working in conjunction with the National Emergency Management Agency, NEMA, and the State Emergency Management Agency, SEMA. The Nasara State Government has disbursed 760 million naira to students from states from the states in various tertiary institutions of learning across the country. At the state official presentation of the bursary allowances to the students at the College of Education in Akwanga local government area, Governor Abdullahi Sule said 3,572 students benefited from the 2020-2021 bursary allowance disbursement. Our correspondent Dairo Hassan was there. Governor Abdullahi Suli explained that his administration has disbursed 112 million naira in 2019 and 230 million naira in 2020, while 126 million naira in 2021. Governor Suli said the scholarship was an incentive provided to students to complement their financial status to pursue their educational career. And given the economic reality, government considered the necessity for upward review of the allowances from the initial 100,000 for more students to 200,000. We have also heard the physically challenge from the 20,000 they are being paid to now 30,000 for them to be paid. In addition, we have moved the other categories from the 10,000 they used to get to 20,000. 
state commissioner for education haji hapa tujimeta sabu said governor abdullahi sule's administration had continued to accord premium to education which was evident in giving lion share of budget to the sector that exceeded the unesco benchmark to ensure quality service living and enhance learning activities in our tertiary institutions Executive Secretary Nasarawa State Scholarship Board Hajias Adatuyahaya commended the foresight of Governor Abdullahi Sule for approving the 2020-2021 Bosri Allowance to students. It is pertinent to state that the Nasarawa State Scholarship Board has introduced a novelty in the disbursement process through the use of bank cards. Meanwhile, some aggrieved students of College of Education Akwanga protested during the event demanding the removal of provost of the college, Mr. Jonathan Tani, over alleged increase in the school fees. In a swift reaction, provost College of Education Akwanga, Mr. Jonathan Tani, said the protest is not in connection with the increase in school fees. From Akwanga local government area, Tarawa State, Lahiru Hassan, Radio Nigeria. In a bid to carry everyone along in the e-narrow operations in the country, the Central Bank of Nigeria, CBN, was in Oshudi Market in Lagos to sensitize tricycle operators, popularly known as Kekena Pep or Marwa, and other traders on the importance of the country's digital currency platform on their daily trading activities. The Director, Information Technology Department and Coordinator, Hajari Kia Mohammed, pointed out that the e-Naira was an application that can easily be accessed through multiple channels with mobile phones. Correspondent Iberi Obiki has details. Hajja Mohammed who noted that the awareness program is larger than the former one carried out in Cairo Market Social in May this year, said the Inara team had to repeatedly come to Lagos because it is a commercial hub and as such would help spread the initiative faster. He stressed that lots of people had already subscribed to the digital platform and the exercise in Lagos is to further raise awareness for more people to participate. Hajja Mohammed noted that agents were also engaged to fast track the process of onboarding people. According to the CBN director who was represented by Dr. Khalifa Nuhu of the Information Technology Department CBN in Ara Secretariat. The agents interact with people on daily basis to solve any problem for them. In terms of numbers, we've come with the larger team. We are engaging both Kekena Pep, which you call Marwa, in Lagos. We are engaging market people. So the scope for today is wider than the last one. It's not just one community. We are looking at the Marwa communities, Kekena Pep, buyers and sellers, and also people using BRT and other means of transport. So that's why it's bigger than the last one. Leader of the tricycle riders in Oshodi, Mr. Yusuf Mohammed, encouraged Nigerians to accept the CBN digital currency as it is free and very simple to use for customers and buyers. Mr. Mohammed urged the Appers Bank to always not to relent in the awareness creation as lots of people still do not understand what the inner is all about. People are asking me, is it loan or are they giving money? I say no, it will help you and your customers. You won't be looking for change. You will not be telling people that if I use this application, you have commission inside. Because when you do more transactions, you have 5% of that transaction you make. With this era, we have experienced a digital transaction between our customers and it's very simple and free. Similar sensitization awareness have been done in Kanu and Abuja and will be taken to other states of the Federation. From Lagos, Iberi Obike, Radio Nigeria. But some politicians in Delta State have expressed concern over the large number of uncollected permanent voters' cards at INEC offices across the 25 local government areas of the state. 
The Media Observation in Asaba were reacting to recent announcement by the Independent National Electoral Commission, INEC, that there were over 300,000 PVCs yet to be collected by registrants in the state. Ogenero Igwiri now reports. The State Resident Electoral Commissioner, Pastor Monde Wudotong, had recently announced there were over 300,000 uncollected PVCs across the local government centers. The figure does not include expected PVCs for those who partook in the last continuous voter registration exercise. Reacting to the development, the governorship candidate of Boot Party, Sylvester Umujane, noted if the situation was not addressed, it could pose a challenge to emerging political parties in the 2023 polls. If the people we thought we vote for us don't have the means to excite their franchise, automatically we will not be able to get the vote. All Nigerians should go get their PVCs. A resident, Lucy Enua, who acknowledged she had received her voter's card, spoke on the process. I went to Okwanam to register. After I written, I went to the head office to collect the PVC. To not take you more than two days to go get the PVC. Uju Bunam, a farmer, attributed her inability to get the PVC to challenges in coping with the process while a flood victim at Ogba for IDP camp, Pa Ashigwe Patrick, decried his chances of participating in the elections after losing his belongings to the floods. The BBC, the one we register, is not giving us. The same flood every year that they have flood. I always lost many things. The stakeholders urge INEC to devise a simplified PVC registration method to address the large volume of uncollected PVCs in the state. In Asaba, Ogenero, Iweri, Radio Nigeria. Let's have some peace. Nigerians are peace-loving and hard-working people. And countries only develop and grow when there is peace and stability. There are different kinds of problems in every society, and so in every country. If there are problems here, Nigeria is not an exception. There is no society, no country where violence and public disorder has solved a problem. No matter the problem, no matter the issue. Let us sit down like brothers and sisters. Use that to resolve the problems. Remember, you have to give account of every action you take. If not here on earth, then before your creator. Please let us work together, together for, for a peaceful Nigeria. Nigeria. It's the only radio network in Nigeria. The network that attracts over 40 million high net worth individuals. Unarguably, the only radio channel that draws key decision makers through incisive and up-to-date news, scintillating sportscasting and exciting programming. Radio Nigeria Network Service, the haven for discerning investors who wish to reach their target audience at the lowest cost per thousand. Your brand and corporate image deserve nothing less than a sustained exposure on Radio Nigeria Network Service. Try us today. Radio Nigeria, uplifting the people and uniting the nation. 
And from Delta State, to move on to Kwara, where the state governor, Abdurrahman Abdurazak, says his administration will reduce rural urban migration through redistribution of wealth and basic infrastructure in the new concranies of the state. While addressing the people of Onila and Omido communities in Iroquois Dun local government area of the state, Governor Abdurazak said his administration would also pay special attention to the welfare of the people at the grassroots. According to him, the state government will support farmers with inputs as well as equipment and uh, to support their health care facilities. The governor urged the residents of the state to always provide constructive feedbacks on government activities for improved welfare. Next is sports update with Nilus Linus High. The Prudent Energy Handball Premier League Season 5 has commenced in Lagos. In some of the games played today, Seasider Babes narrowly defeated Imo Grasshoppers 19-18 as Belia Queens lost 22-33 to Bendel Dynamos in the women's category. In the men's games, safety shooters battered Owena Kings 10-0 while Rima Strikers beat the defenders 33-26 and Toje Marine Academy silenced Lagos Seasiders 31-24. The 2022 Unity Preseason Tournament holding in Abuja enters the three tomorrow with six matches on the cards. The first match of the day will see Destiny Football Club facing Setraco Football Club at the Old Parade Ground while EFCC Football Club tackle Mahanaim at the same venue in the second game of the day. Nurudi Football Club and FWC Football Club will clash in the third match while the fourth match will be between IBB Sports Dreams and City Football Club. Also tomorrow, Doma United will be up against Wiki Torres at the Area 3 Playground as the tie between mainland Turkey and like mind football Football club holds at the same venue. In the games decided today, Ricky Torres drew 1-1 with EFCC just as the game between Setrako and FWC Football Club also ended 1-1. Destiny Football Club defeated Nurudin Football Club 2-0, while Like Minds fell 1-2 to Nasarawa United. English Premier League leaders Arsenal dropped points for the second time in the 2022-2023 season as they were held to a 1-1 draw away to Southampton in one of the matches decided today. The Gunners, who had won all all their previous matches except the away tie against Manchester United, however, maintained their top spot ahead of trailing Manchester City. In the other fixtures played today, visiting Newcastle United defeated Tottenham 2-1 to move to the fourth position on the log, while Leicester City continued their resurgence with a 4-0 thrashing of Wolverhampton Wanderers. Aston Villa started live without sacked coach Steven Gerrard as they hammered Brentford 4-0 at Villa Park, just as Fulham beat their host Leeds United 3-2. I am Linus Harry. From sports, we move on to the commentary for today, which is on the benefits of rainfall. It is written by Kabiru Babatunde of our legal department. Nature is a reflection of everything that happens on Earth. Thus, rain is a natural phenomenon of immeasurable significance. It falls in fulfillment of its own nature. Rain symbolizes birth, fertility, and hope. The onset of rain denotes good omen, life renewal, and rejuvenation. It exemplifies human proposition and divine disposition. Its coolness tends to inspire writing. Rain is never intended for workers to use as an excuse for lateness or absenteeism. It does not cause cancellation of work plans, but requires their adjustment since the ways of God are radically different from those of men. If one is stuck at a strange place on a rainy day, one should not curse one's luck but enjoy the moment. This is because when it rains, it purrs. 
It is curious to relate that the rain that grows crops ruins them and one that wets dry earth floods it. The misery of seemingly ceaseless overpowering rain can be tempered by the relief it affords those who have to wait endlessly for a raindrop in a drought. The rain purifies the earth and creatures within it. It selflessly showers on all that wish to embrace it. It does not apologize for its refreshing smell before it is ruined by human pollution. The Quran chapter 43 verse 11 provides that God sends down water from the sky from time to time in due measure and he raises to life therewith a land that is dead just as creatures will be raised from the dead. The Bible in Leviticus chapter 26 verse 4 provides that God shall give rains in their season so that the land will yield its produce and trees of the field will bear their fruits. When the rain defies all scientific measures to protect the pitch, they say the game is washed out. Without rain, life is soon extinguished. It is a natural part of the rich pageant of life. The desert do survive with little rain, but they are better with rain. Man must be thankful for showers and downpours. To hate rain is to hate life. If the rain spoils picnics but saves a farmer's crop, who shall be heard to curse rain? Rain is more than mere drops of water. It is a symbolic connection between the sky and the earth. Although both of them do not meet in human sight, while one sends water, the other drinks it without becoming drunk. Do floods happen because of the obstruction of rain as it seeks its course? Perhaps floods must happen if only to wash off all manner of stains that pervert the earth because of inhumanity by man against man. Mortals who typically complain about rain would still prefer the rain to the heat. Some seek the help of fellow mortals to cause rain to fall or prevent it when it threatens their mundane activities. Some are even hired to wreak special celebration parties of perceived enemies. The beauty of rain and the glory of the Almighty consists in the rain falling on one lane and not falling on the other lane of the same road. Mortals should endeavor to be good students of life so that wisdom becomes their rain that would fall heavily on their minds. Mortals' complaints about rain will not stop rain from falling to its fullest. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow said, The best thing one can do when it is raining is to let it rain. Mortals must remain collected and connected in weathering the storm of life. The grace of God is like showers that water the earth. Well, that commentary on the benefits of rainfall was written by Kabiru Babatunde and read by Emilia Ojemudia. To end the news, here is a recap of our top stories. The United States Embassy has alerted its citizens of elevated risk of terror tasks in Nigeria, specifically in Abuja. The federal government has developed a five-year national control strategic plan to curtail the spread of trans-border diseases in the livestock subsector in Nigeria. The National Senior Citizen Center, NSCC, has activated help desk for older persons in internally displaced persons camps in states affected by flood in the country. And we also reported that the Central Bank of Nigeria, CBN, has carried out a sensitization program on the benefits of the e-Naira to traders in Lagos State. 
That's the news as edited by Tessa Zambi and the production team. I am Princess Aboraro. Thank you for listening and good night.